Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are so happy to have you here. We are fresh off of cultivating courage. Like I actually just saw you 48 hours ago. I know. And we said this last year. Now we're in our own states. (laughs) (laughs) Which live right next door and we live on the external farthest corners of our states. Accurate. (laughs) Opposite. Accurate as it gets. All right. Full transparency. After your big third in-person event, Cultivating Courage 2024, how are you feeling? Tired. (laughs) I think everyone's so tired. It's a lot. It's a lot of, I don't feel like this year was as emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, Like last year, year maybe like the talks and stuff were a little more heavy. So it made you a little more emotional, but I'm not emotionally exhausted. I am just truly physically exhausted. Yeah. Same. Um, I was texting another friend and she was like, how was it? It looks so fun. And it was freaking amazing. We'll talk about like how amazing it was here in a second. I said, I did drink alcohol. Like we did, obviously, if, if you got to catch any videos of us, like we're super fun people. Yeah, <laughs> um, We ones. just dance and we dance like no one's around basically and just have like this beautiful long distance love story. Um, but we did drink and yet I didn't drink so much that I was out of control or really should have been like that hungover the next day. What made me so tired was talking, networking, standing, um, sitting, driving. Mm-hmm. It was like all, and then also drinking, obviously. I'm not, and I'm not saying I didn't drink enough to feel tired, but like dancing, you name it, anything. Oh that my gosh. My thighs are so sore. Oh my gosh. I also, <laughs> I was thinking about this. I just kind of felt drained. I never really sat in the same spot, so I didn't ever have my cup with me. I didn't drink that much water. I didn't either. Like and they I had those little Sunday they, afternoon. They had like those little cups, and then when I got home, home, I was so thirsty. I, I'm dehydrated for sure. Yeah, Kennedy was like, "Don't drink LMNTs or um, the salty ones." Yeah, liquid IVs, and I'm like just inhaling all of it. I probably will be swollen and salty, but also like I, your girl needs. It's the only way water's going down right now as we drink while we talk about it, like reminder, yeah. drink some water. <laughs> um, the event was amazing. The color scheme for those of you who haven't got to check it out or just missed out on some Snapchats, it was like this beautiful pine green, a gold with like slightly gold accents and black. So it was pine green and black, very winter, very Whitney with just a touch of warmth of the gold. And I loved everything about it. The shirts were green, which obviously I'm a green lover. Everybody looked good in the green too. I told Kelsey, I'm like, I didn't see one person that it didn't like match their skin tone or look good on them. It felt richer. Like the green felt richer than like the Navy did the year before. And even Mm -hmm. the red, the red was great, but it, the shirt itself felt like a really like rich color. I don't know Mm -hmm. what other word to use than rich. Warm is what I want to say, but it wasn't necessarily outwardly warm. It just felt like the shirt itself felt really quality. We also spent a little more on shirts. So that was my goal. What are we going to do? We want to talk about our workshop we did? Yeah, I think that's good. Um, Okay, before we jump in, we're going to just go through some of the questions. Whitney and I hosted a workshop at Cultivating Courage this year instead of doing a speech. um, 
which was, I think it worked out beautifully and it was a nice change of pace from sitting and listening to a, a conversation. The speakers were phenomenal. Um, I would agree that it wasn't as emotional. And I think maybe too, it was just like how they were stacked. Like day one was more about like farm wife roles or your role and embracing it and loving yourself. And then day two was more um, emotional, I think. But um, we decided to do a workshop. And so we're going to go into that. What I want to say as someone who, as Whitney and I basically tell all here on the podcast, and we're so grateful for this space. And there was a lot of you who listened to the podcast that were at Cultivating Courage. And I had so many conversations of like, your podcast truly helped me get through like the darkest times, or I really was inspired by this, or like, you name it, that conversation was had at Cultivating Courage. One that is very life-giving for my, for me and I know for Whitney too, to just have that conversation because oftentimes we're really focused on like letting each other down mm-hmm. because we're like, we do this for us. We also do it for you, but we really do it for us because it's a really great way for us to stay connected as friends. And also we are the like spaziest, most inconsistent people, not in real life, but this is one of those things that we feel like we can move because we know we don't have hard feelings against each other because of it. We're both in the same situation. So a lot of times we forget that what we share does actually have an impact on other people in a deeper level than like sitting and imagining that we're friends. Cause I mean, we are friends. We're friendly with everyone. I hope that you felt welcomed by both of us. Mm -hmm. If you were able to come up and meet us this weekend, but I know my biggest regret always every year is that I don't get to meet everyone or, or, you know, like it's a lot of, I walk through the room and I, you know, I smile at everyone, but it's not like we Mm -hmm. stop and, and chat. And, you know, some people are nervous to talk and, and others are busy too. And that's my biggest regret is that I feel guilty that I don't get to meet everyone. But in reality, I just, I mean, it's not possible. It's not. I think you should put on your Instagram and be like, if you have pictures of us, like just DM them to you just so you can have some of them yeah. that just because they come up on stories and then go away and you're not. That would be a good idea. And honestly, um, my brain is in so many directions every right now. every year when I'm there that like, I don't know. I, I wish that in some way I could get to where I'm more focused there instead of all the back stuff. But I just don't know how to do that. I agree. You like got I, a lot for, going I on. forgot half of my own speech. I had people get out a piece of paper and then I never had them do anything with it. <laughs> I forgot to put I out my stickers. I forgot to put out another girl's stuff that was going to be in swag bags and it didn't fit. It was just my brain was. I, um, I wrote on that piece of paper. You had us get it out and say what was one fear, right? For this weekend. One thing you're struggling with currently struggling, struggling with or suffering through. Um. Okay, for some reason I must have missed that. I thought it was something you were struggling with for like the weekend. Oh, that could have maybe been. I just was only focused. I think that was a me problem, not a you problem. Um, I was like very fully caffeinated at the point of your speech. And so, you know, my brain was probably like hearing every beom, third beom, word. Beom. <laughs> um, but I wrote down that I was um nervous to not remember people's names at cultivating courage. Yeah, and, we meet and so I so would... many people. Yes. And so I would, to some people, they would say like, Hey, I'm whoever. And I'm like, what's your Instagram name? And they would say, it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I know who you are. Or, or even just like it's, so I figured out what to say. And I know you guys are all like, Oh, um, and maybe not, maybe, maybe you didn't think this, but like, instead of saying it's nice to meet you or it's nice to see you again, you just always say it's nice to see you because it leaves this really open-ended 
And a lot of times I do recognize faces from the year before. I think there was mm-hmm. only like one person that I was like, I'm so sorry. I know we met last year and I have space cadet it. And I just, and everyone's so gracious of like, you don't have to remember my name, blah, blah, blah. The interesting part too, is that a lot of people know us and it's hard. It's an interesting mm-hmm. conversation to just turn and be like, I now need you to in like 30 seconds, give me all about you. And that's not true. I think the other thing too, is like you had mentioned that people already have like they're in their own world. They come up, they meet you just briefly, but maybe some people didn't have the courage to do that or they did Mm -hmm. get the courage. And I could tell a lot of women came up with tears in their eyes Mm -hmm. because they were just, I think, digging in a little bit deeper. And that's such a touching experience. And I just basically offered free hugs all weekend because I'm like, I don't, I don't have any advice. I don't have the capacity to like dig in deeper right now, but like you are loved, you are welcome. Like Mm -hmm. here's a free hug. I just, here's a free hug. Yeah. I had several women come up to me and, and just immediately started crying and then just told me their story. And I'm like, I have allergies. (laughs) I'll give you a hug. I, and I like my wall was hard up. So it wasn't, I didn't even allow myself to feel the feels in the moment. And now I'm looking back and being like, it was good though so So many commonalities it's always good and Kayla put up a post yesterday about post-conference like what to do and I'm glad she did it because I don't I just don't have the mental capacity to even no I think it was great what's her handle Kayla the Christian life coach is that what it is let's give her credit Mm -hmm. where credit is due yeah she gave five tangible tips yeah I will share it today on my story Whitney you can share it again unless you already have um and she also was our sponsor for our speech. So shout That's out to a- Kayla, the Christian life coach. We forgot to say yeah, it on stage yeah. and we're here. Another thing I forgot to do. <laughs> um, I think Kayla, Kayla is one of your very best friends. She's a great friend to me as well. Um, her and I are both Catholic. We have a lot of similarities in like our faith journeys. And also I admire her and I'm so excited to potentially work with her in the future. If you guys are interested, it's Kayla Josephiak. She has just started a new Instagram page focused solely on Christian life coaching. I think she's actually hitting a home run and it would be worth your time to just go follow, like, if anything, even if you're like, I don't want to coach. Okay, fine. But just the stuff that she shares is coaching in itself. Yeah, it is. She does a very good job with it. And I'm just thankful that somebody made a post like that because I just don't have the capacity in my brain to do it currently. Well, let's talk about, so, okay, you've been to a conference. This doesn't have to be cultivating courage. It's really anything where you like invest in yourself. Tip one is to reflect. Tip two is connection. Act on some of the things that you, that were put into your brain at that time. Um, Be realistic and just gauge your progress. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. I think that's what we want to do when we leave. I know I did. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm like crying to Whitney on the phone on the way home and being like, I need to do all of these things (laughs) in my life and I need help doing them. And it's not, it's just not realistic. Like we go in this huge high and then we hit this low, low and then we just level back out to normalcy. And I think occasionally that level of normalcy ends up taking us back into what we were and it helps us to forget all of the great things that we found at the conference. Right. And the last tip is to pray, but then you were, you just hit on something. I saw somebody make a reel and I can't remember who it was now, to be honest. I've seen so many things, but it said, I went to this conference thinking I was going to get something really big out of it. And I came home just grateful for what I'm like, knowing that I'm in the right spot. And I just, I related to that, but I also, I, I just wanted to point out that this conference, this event, I don't like the word conference, 
This event is not meant for you to come and have your life completely transformed or like to go home and quit your job and do all these big things. Sometimes it's just little things that change. And I think that's the good thing about it is different people can take different things away from it in a different capacity. In the same message. Like we could say, that's what happens here. We say one thing and it's like, you get something, you get something else, you get nothing. Right. Yeah. Some people might get nothing other than just new friends. There was, there was one conversation I had at Cultivating Courage and they had had a big life event the very first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just talking about their internal pop progress coming all three years and just being like, I couldn't even absorb any of the stuff that was going on the first year, like deeply. I was there and I needed to be there so that I would come back. And then they were talking about their like progress. Like last year was the year that they felt like they really pivoted. And then this year they were able to have brain space and absorb even yes. more. And so like you said, it's investing in yourself. So maybe it's cultivate. I know you have a few tickets still open for cultivate and it's just like making that investment for me, it's farm wives club, but for you and I, there are opportunities outside of us. It's, it's Christian life coaching or it's Bible study, or it's, um, like I went to rural rooted years ago and that was like one of those pivoting things. And I, and none of us ever get out what we go in for. So -hmm. whatever expectations, whenever you register for anything, anything, don't don't go off of somebody else's feelings or experience for sure. Yeah. I mean, if anything, no, you can have expectations. Cause I think that's unrealistic to be like, I'm going to give you $5,000 and just go in and just be like, yes, that does. I'm like, I would never do that. That's not my controlling self would just like tweak out because I would feel irresponsible, right? but know that whatever your expectations are, you can search for that, but be really open for whatever else is there for you to take home with you. I actually just thought, I think I'm ready, not this year, but I think next year I'm ready to do something like for myself again. It's been, it'll be five years. Like I'm ready to invest in myself again, deeper than like being a part of all of these amazing pouring into other events. Like I get a lot out of cultivating courage, I coach at the Ascend Retreat, like you name it. I'm doing a lot of, but you're also at those things to quote unquote work, right? You're there to speak. You're there to pour into others. And really you're there to do that. And you're sometimes not getting it back into you. Like I'm mentally not even open Mm -hmm. as much as I would want to be in a setting like that. So I'm excited to look for that. I have no idea what that looks like. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big changes. Um, Whitney also graciously allowed me to speak at the VIP night. And I think that went really well. Um, I talked on community and it was a new like semi keynote. So I'm excited to build that one out a little bit more. Um, Obviously with Farm Wives Club community, Midwest Farm Wives, Cultivating Courage, you name it. We are all here making really impactful communities. And so thank you for that. I know it's so fun to meet people in real life that listen to, because like you said, it just feels like we just do it. It's just like you and I bantering and, (laughs) and if anybody listens, that's great. But if not, cool, we hung out for the day. It's like the 2000, late 2000 millennial version of um, like what my mom would just call her best friend and talk on the phone. Like we don't do that. We just text and then see each other face to face every week. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It's so okay. True. Anything else you want to add? I'm sorry. We went really off tangent there, but I felt like I needed to get all that off my chest. No, felt good. Feels good, but we can dig into what lies beneath now. And I feel Ooh. like I'm honestly going to go back and listen to our talk and go through this on my own. Do you have it all recorded for on for virtual? Yep. Good. I may want a copy of it too, because I have not done it either. And I'm not really open to doing it today. I have therapy after this and I'm already like, I don't think I have the mental capacity to dig too deep. I'm going to need to keep it 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. So Leighton went this weekend, and Aww. she is honestly a pretty shy girl around new people. Mm-hmm. She was so brave and stood up several times and wanted to share what she had wrote in her book. We got home and I looked in her book and I'm telling you that like little girls listen way more than you think. And she, she filled out every single question on Kylie and I's workshop. And I was so proud of her. So if you have a daughter that listens with you, I know that like Jen, my friend, Jen, her and her daughter listen on the way to school, like have your daughter fill this out too. I think it's right. so and important, especially in today's day and age with so much social media, so much everything. Have your daughters sit down and do this with you or by themselves. Prompt them with the questions and let them do it. Okay, so we're going to go through the questions and we'll kind of give you a little bit of background. But these questions, like you're going to need a piece of pen- pencil and paper, a piece of pencil, a piece of pencil, a pencil <laughs> and a piece of paper or something to jot the questions down. Um, I'm, Whitney might be able to put them in the show notes or something, but if not, just I'm giving you a heads up, pause, go get paper and pencil. Yep. So the okay, first one point. is describe yourself in three to five sentences. If you were to go up and meet someone and say, put your hand out to shake their hand, like Whitney and I would be like, hi, I'm Kylie. And then I would give a very brief paragraph overview of who I am. Okay. Whitney and I shared who we were. We actually did three to five words. I'm sorry. I said sentences. Describe yourself in three to five words. Oh, that's true. It's because it says sentences, but we did do words, didn't we? Yeah. It was easier that way. Um, We described ourselves as mothers, farmers, wives, friends, children of God, and entrepreneurs. Um, If anybody has a better word for entrepreneur, we still, it's not our favorite. Um, What did you say when we were there? Multi-passionate? entrepreneurs is yeah but but i feel like i learned that from like jenna kutcher or something so it's not even original um multi-passionate yeah entrepreneurs and we are because we just want to do all the things and i like that about myself i couldn't imagine i'm I'm so i feel so blessed to have a lifestyle to where i can flex and do different things and i'm glad that we have that and i'm and i will never take that for granted because i could not imagine having to do the same thing all the time every day word So the next thing we did was list six to 10 things of who you are. Yeah. So, so so your characteristics, like I would say that I'm, um, I'm giving, that would be my first. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read these off because it's a little different, not being able to give them the full background. Um, What you described when we said farmer, mom, wife, whatever, entrepreneur, child of God. Those are who we are to other people. Um, those are, they describe us in what we do. What we're really looking for is who you are. And so characteristics, like she said, giving some other options are responsible, respectful, trustworthy, authentic, kind, caring, loving, empathetic, diligent, full transparency. Whitney and I came up with like five on our own and we had to go to the Google machine to find <laughs> some more. <laughs> so if it's hard, we get it. Um, patient, organized, accountable, compassionate, creative, humble, approachable. Like what are the words that you want others to think of when they think of you? And what do you want to think of yourself? Yes. Um, Whitney and I struggle with the patient one. Yeah, for sure. I pray for patience a lot. And then we have a quote on here that says, I am unique. I am special. I am me. And we want you to write that somewhere on your workbook or your, sorry, your paper. 
We're not in person again. Your piece of pencil. And then the next prompt is living a joy-filled life. What brings you joy outside of who you are? So outside of those six, six to 10 things, whatever you used, we use six. Um, what, what brings you joy? So joy is to experience great pleasure or delight. And a lot of times, um, we know that your family's God, your farms, those all, those are all things that bring us joy or we wouldn't do them. Right. Um, the question is, is what brings you joy as a human? Something that Whitney and I like is like to read a book. I know. I was just thinking, I just want to grab my Kindle today and sit on the couch Mm -hmm. to to work out. I mean, sometimes we like it, but most of the time it brings us like the outcome brings us joy. Um, I like singing. We had so much fun Saturday night dancing and singing. So fun. So what brings you joy? And if this is a hard question for you to answer, I challenge you to come back to it. Um, We say, well, there's no number, but I would, I would love to have like three to five things that bring you joy. And sometimes I got asked this in my coaching call a couple weeks ago, and it was hard for me to answer because, and I don't want to sound bad, but I get so lost in motherhood and all my duties at home and Mm -hmm. the books and all these things that I, I then I, I purchased a Kindle after I had this talk with my coach because I, I wasn't doing anything just for me. I wasn't considering my workout just for me either. And so I started reading, I bought a couple books, um, I really like to garden and do all those things, but that's like summertime stuff. So that doesn't work for me right now. Yep. Um, A lot of women said like baking. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a couple. Sunrise. 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 So then we suggested if you truly love that, like sit on the porch, have your coffee, sit on the porch in the evening, have a beer, like whatever that is for you, like take the time. And I even mentioned like actually penciling and scheduling yourself in. Sometimes you have to do that especially as a mom with 5,000 things going through your head, your schedule's already bonkers anyway. Sometimes we just have to pencil ourselves in. Yeah. Golfing, boating, like activities to do. Those are all fun. But again, imagine that some of them can be seasonal, but think of something that you could do anytime if you could. Um, My coach after launching Farm Wives program, she, or Farm Wives Club, she said, what are you going to do to like celebrate yourself? And I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is like very normal for me. Um, and so instead I went and got my nails and my toenails done. I really like having my fingernails done for cultivating courage or not just for that, but like I, and so I'm going to keep them done for the next like two months. And then I'm going to have them taken off because it's not practical all year round, but like this time of year, I can make it happen. I do like having my nails painted at least too. Mm-hmm. I heard all of in June is really good. Side note. Hmm. What's that? A stick it's, a, it's just a nail polish and it's not yeah. gel, but I've heard that it like is a better nail polish. Don't quote me on that. No personal experience. <laughs> not selling it. Not okay. Selling the next it, no. prompt is when was the last time you were proud of yourself? Ooh, uh, this one's hard because I think it, especially as women, we're the last people to ever be proud of ourselves. And I'm going to tell you what, after doing 752 loads of laundry yesterday, I'm proud of myself that the laundry's done. All of it, every single bit until tomorrow. I also, I haven't even unpacked my bag yet. Okay. I'm not judging you at all. I still have a vehicle to unpack. I didn't say that there wasn't some more laundry in there that I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, I'm proud of myself for cultivating courage. I am proud of myself for running a grain cart with a three week old. Mm -hmm. There are just a lot of things that like happened so quickly after Letty was born that I never allowed myself to be proud of myself. Mm hmm. I'm proud of myself for making it four months breastfeeding, even though I'm done now. You go, girl. 
four months is better than zero, I guess. Four months, any, any is better than none, but also we have lots of options. So it doesn't, even if you didn't breastfeed by choice, that's okay too. Yep. But I got her through six season. That was my goal. And it was important. It was an important value for you. It was, it, it's not that to everyone, but it was to me. What are you proud of yourself for? Oh man, I knew you were going to ask you that. Um, I don't know what I said this weekend, but I'm proud of myself for taking the leap of faith and like on myself and starting farm wives club, even with like some gray area, like I'm so black and white and I want to see all the input and outcome before I really like take a jump. I'm a risk taker. Like that's not a big deal to me. We're farmers. We're all risk takers in our own unique sense, but I'm happy to do that. That I did that just because I think it's brought this beautiful group of women together, many of which I got to meet at Cultivating Courage, which was a super bonus. That's so um, and I'm proud of myself for consistently working out. Um, I'm proud of myself for getting off my medicine and like accepting feelings that as they are and not as you future focusing on what might be not letting fear consume me you also said you're proud of yourself you also said you're proud of yourself for not thinking you need to have another kid just to prove yourself wrong that that was forgiveness oh okay oops but i feel like it should really be more of a thing yeah i think i think it should be too i don't think forgiveness it didn't really fit there but that was all i could think of i was felt very exposed on the spot okay so yeah write those down Really dig deep. If I need to, it can be like last week. It can be today. It can be in the past year. It's proud, I'm proud that I woke up and ate breakfast. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything massive. We no. had some huge, massive ones. And we, we had we massive also, ones, um, but we also had small ones, which is just as important. Yeah, a lady was like, I changed my own garage door opener. And I'm like, yeah. damn right you did. Hell yes, you did. Um, the okay. next one is improvement. In terms of personal growth, what are three things you want to work on or improve on? And this is all about you, not, not like I want my family to be, I want my farm to be, it is you. Okay. I want to, it could be as simple as I want to get a better handle on my laundry or, and and when I say get a better handle, we really need to like smart goal it out and say, okay, I would like to do one load a day for the next week to get all my laundry done or whatever it may be. Um, so you can be broad, but know that Goals, the more specific a goal or a well, goal, yeah, is the more tangible it is going to be to achieve. Like mine's to walk every day. I haven't really thought about what I want to improve on. Um, negative self-talk for sure. While I am outwardly very confident, I am mm. also very mean to myself in my head. So that would be definitely one that could be Lens tomorrow. Maybe I'll just give up that again and try to keep actually giving it up forever instead of just for 40 days. Well, our talk made me think about this and just us in general. Sorry, I'm yawning. And also Kaya's. It was like, yes, Whitney, you need to be nicer to yourself. Mm -hmm. And especially this weekend after having Leighton there with me, I have wholeheartedly realized that how much nicer I need to be to myself. She pays attention to so much more than I ever understand and how giving we are to everyone else and not ourselves like why mm-hmm. i mean you're you emily my husband everybody's like kylie you're being pretty hard on yourself and i'm like no i'm not but three of and us I, and yet i am like i 100 right. am but in my head i'm like no this is what's normal for me this is what i've done my whole life and yet here i am at almost 33 saying damn you're a bitch to yourself <laughs> all right you're still listening with your kids <laughs> beep 
But that's just, it's just life. I can it's be, hard. I can be so, I often am. I mean, I'm so hard on myself. Like I never think if I work out and I don't give it my all, I never think, well, it's better than not doing it at all. I never think that I'm always like, I should have worked harder. And again, there's that should word that I absolutely loathe. Right. And could give you an speech on why it needs to be eliminated, but know that whatever we, Whitney and I preach on, we still struggle with it ourselves. For sure. Okay. Number whatever we're on five, four, five. Um, what boundaries would you like to set for this year? So in terms, we've thought of what brings us joy, who we are. We've talked about what we're proud of, of ourselves and what we really want to improve on to get those things achieved. We have to set some sort of boundary. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I just have to share the on Layton's and her workbook. It was to stand up to a bully at school on this one, which made me like so happy and sad at the same time. Also at eight, I don't know that I knew what boundaries were, but she was also asking her aunt Tammy for help on these two. So I'm thankful mm-hmm. that she That's was okay. there. Yeah, definitely. Use your resources. Yep. Um, I know that I, think- I didn't say it at Cultivating Courage, but I was really thinking that there's a lot of like mother-in-law, daughter-in-law relationships that are really hard. And I think that it's okay to set boundaries with those or mother-daughter or with your sister or even you know, just in-laws in general. Yeah. Any, any relationship you can set a boundary on it and it doesn't matter if it's family, if you're still allowed to protect your peace. <sighs> boundaries are hard and so very important. I think one of the main takeaways was like I said, inner work is the hardest work mm-hmm. and the most important work. And the one that we do the least often. Correct. So when we spend the least amount of time on is the inner work. And so boundaries are so important. Again, it's, it could be as simple as, um, setting your alarm clock and holding your own self accountable or getting friends together so that they hold you accountable to do whatever it is you want to do. Um, yeah. Boundaries are important. So what is your boundary that you want to set? Just even one, one boundary. Yep. And then the next one is what is something you need to forgive yourself for? This This is where I I talked about this can be reset. Yeah, this is where, for an example, I talked about um, forgiving myself for um, putting pressure on myself on whether to have a fourth kid or not. And like giving myself the permission is really what it is instead of forgiving, but just to be okay. Like I have said this on the podcast already just recently, but wanting to, in theory, have another kid because I think I could do better as a mom. And that's not, that's not a reason to have another kid. If we have another kid, if that's what God puts on our plate, then that's a, then that's, it's because it was meant to be not because I want to do better or be better or do it differently. Um, and that that's not fair to me. That's not fair to my husband or my current kids that we have here on this earth. And I'm also, that would be just absolutely setting myself up for disastrous failure. Right. I'm proud of you for saying that. Mm. Mine was that I was making our NICU stay about me and not Letty. Mm -hmm. So that was really hard for me to admit that I was trying to be on my schedule, my plan, my wants for it. And really it should have been about her health and getting her better, not me wanting to be home to my, to my home. I mean, it wasn't just home. It was my family and we were in the middle of harvest and all these things. Good perspective. And the last one is, we want you to take your phone out, 
And thank you, Coach Kaya, for this wonderful mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. um, turn it to the selfie mode and take a picture of yourself. But really do it. Seriously. There were some right people now. that didn't want to, and that's fine. But I really want you to do this. And I struggled with this two years ago when Kaya had us do it. But then after you take that picture, open that picture back up and write down four things you love about yourself. They do not have to be surface level. That can be things you love about yourself when you just look at a picture of yourself or you look at yourself in the mirror. What are four things that you really love about you? Mm -hmm. It can be about your looks. It can be about your in, your insides, missiles, your personality. I almost said insides too. And I'm like, your innards. <laughs> my guts are beautiful. Um, my guts are probably I ruined. Honestly, uh, they're, mine are all put back in a just different spot than what God made them go, I think. Um, yeah, it could be anything you want, but definitely to look at that picture. No matter how you look, Whitney and I look rough today. Or Okay, let me see for myself. I look rough. You look fine. Um, I did wash my hair yesterday, so I can't give I have not. credit where credit is due. But what do you like about yourself? And again, it doesn't have to be superficial. A lot of us are unhappy with our bodies. 10 out of 10 recommend following Coach Kaya for body positivity content. Hey. That's it. That's yeah, all we did. That's, that's if what you're we here, did. If you're here, you listen to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast. So we are grateful for you. And thank you. For real. Um, fun fact, Jordan and I were just looking. Um, one of our auto payments didn't process for whatever reason. This is oh, way off topic. Super fun. Love when that I happens. hate that so much. It's for his CPAP machine, which is also just like how we're in our thirties and we're paying for like all this stuff. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like 176 bucks a month or something. It's honestly kind of a, a really small car payment, but he has to have it. His quality of life is so much better. And so he gets this call and he was like, Hey, we did. Did you did the auto payment? Didn't you have that set up for Lincare? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. I know I did. And the last time over winter, we got another late notice and I called and the lady was like, yeah, no, it processed. So we get online, we're looking at our credit card bill and we have so many subscriptions that we have. I mean, I've just did this last year. We have so many subscriptions that like, we didn't even know we had like Jordan was paying 120 bucks a year for some Norton crap. Like how long has it been since we had Norton antivirus since my last, okay. I don't, I exactly gosh to him that, um, he was paying for some other subscription app. I just disconnected his, my fitness pal, which granted he needs it back to just, you know, work on himself, but that's another conversation for another day, but he hasn't used it in how long but he hasn't used it for two years and paying $80 a year. I just went on and we have somehow slowly added on a bunch of subscriptions on Amazon, which is fine. I I'm the one who does that. And then I'm like, I'll end it after this month. And then I don't. And then you have also, all the extra stuff. I'm not the only one, but there's this like GAIA GIA um, subscription that I know I did not register. And my friend Hannah also had it on your Amazon subscription. So definitely go check that out. You can just do that on a desktop. Hmm. Like it was like $11.99 a month. I wonder what that is. I don't know. But Jordan comes back into the bedroom at 1230. And I'm like, why are you still awake? He's like, I just went down a rabbit hole. I canceled this. I canceled this. I canceled this. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, to change the subject, it is the first of the year. It's actually the second month of the year, but it is a great time to review what all you're subscribed to. Like even my max subscription was the one without ads. It was another like six bucks a month. I'm like, I don't care if my kids have to watch an ad. Like we yeah. like max, but like we live through commercial. Okay. They can live through a 30 second ad. We live through dial up internet. They can live through a commercial. Get off the internet. I have to use the phone. Seriously. We were talking about that. Or in 30 minutes, I'm I'm expecting a phone call. Get off the internet. Get off MSN Messenger. <laughs> BRB. 
<laughs> oh gosh, the life of us. I I like I can just see myself in our computer room. That giant computer. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to smoke. MSN cigarette. messaging the people you just left basketball practice from. Mm-hmm. With like the asterisks, the squiggly lines, like later L eight. Uh-huh. Her, her, L-A-R. Like, I don't know why I didn't couldn't think of the word letter R. Right. Uh, my mom used to smoke cigarettes and I can like, it's like a member of childhood, a core memory. She doesn't any longer, but she used to sit in there with her robe playing solitaire in the morning with, with the dial-up internet, checking email and smoking her cigarettes. It's like oh. sh- childhood memory. Nostalgia. I think so. I'm glad she didn't smoke anymore though. Mm. Okay. That's all hey. we got. I have a quote. Slow progress is better than no progress. Stay positive and never give up. That can relate to anything in life. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. We are going to try to sleep for a little bit. Yeah, for real. Okay, thanks for being here. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.